This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the April 26, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters. Twitter board approves Elon Musk's offer to buy Twitter. By the way, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Cross at Views News Couch. A New York judge found Donald Trump to be in contempt for failure to turn over requested financial documents to the New York Attorney General. Trump's lawyers say they turned over what was requested. Now they all get to file appeals. Ukraine is getting military aid from a number of countries, and that is pissing Russia off. The military aid seems to be increasing. I'm not following the Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation trial, but it is tough to miss the headlines. They were married, and after divorcing, he says she said bad things about him. Who could have seen that coming? A bit of Southern advice for the two of them. Some things you want to keep in the house and not out in public on the front porch. Chinese authorities have Shanghai in a lockdown that would make any authoritarian proud. The linked Reuters article suggests finance professionals will try to bail for non-Chinese finance centers when the lockdown is over. Moving on. Europe is passing the Digital Services Act requiring internet companies to do more to combat illegal activities that occur online. Sounds good. Then there is a fee to cover the cost of the government monitoring compliance. Uh, shaky. Then fines if non-compliant. Okay. Finally, I see comments on misinformation, and I worry that governments could misuse their newfound power in the Digital Services Act. Hey, I'm not too far out on a limb on that one. Governments have been known to misuse power. In fact, our Bill of Rights was designed to rein in governmental power. Most will be in favor of the Digital Services Act, but I wonder if years from now we will say, how did we let that happen? Read the linked article for yourself. A podcast listener alerted me that Twitter was heating up with comments on the linked text messages from Trump Chief of Staff Mark Meadows relative to January 6th. Nope, no need to say the year when you say January 6th. The listener sent me a link, but admittedly I am still getting the hang of Twitter, so I did an internet search and came across the linked CNN article. In general, the article seems to be fair. Let me quote from the second paragraph. Quote, The vast trove of text offered the most revealing picture to date of how Trump's inner circle, supporters, and Republican lawmakers work behind the scenes to try to overturn the election results and then reacted to the violence that effort unleashed at the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, end quote. Note the meaning of that paragraph can go several ways. To dig deeper, I hit the article link to a number of actual tests, texts and took some time to read them. I also read a number of texts between Senator Mike Lee and Chief of Staff Mark Meadows that were not in the CNN link. Before commenting on what I observed, I will first comment on how many in the media will cover the text. The best way I can do that is to use a cheeseburger example. Assume for the moment that Trump ate a cheeseburger and the media felt obliged to cover this fact. Maybe a slow news day. Some in the media may accurately cite the fact that Trump ate a cheeseburger, but they would do so in a breathless and excited manner. Can you believe Trump had the gall to eat a cheeseburger? Others may say, quote, Trump ate a cheeseburger, end quote. Fox may say, Trump heroically ate a cheeseburger. 
So my suggestion is to try to read the actual text without an intermediary imposing their own emphasis. I also wonder if coverage of the text will allude to the text, will refer to the text, and will talk about the text, but may play a bit of hide the ball with the actual text. After reading the text that I described, and admittedly they are only a portion of the released text, I have the following takeaways. Folks like Senator Mike Lee wanted hard, factual evidence, and if they had hard evidence, they would take action. Others believed the election was stolen and were trying to find a way to make their case and do something about it. All seem horrified by the riot on January 6th. I think the best example of the last point are the comments by Marjorie Taylor Greene. I chose her text because she has been vilified by the press. She has made it easy for the press to vilify her because she says bad things. I said on Twitter that I hope she is primaried. Let us look at the text released by CNN of the poster child for evil Republicans. Note in the second text, you can correctly say her comments on Antifa were incorrect, but I think it says something if she thought many of the rioters were Antifa. On January 6th, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene to Mark Meadows, quote, Mark, I was told there is an active shooter on the first floor of the Capitol. Please tell the president to calm people. This isn't the way to solve anything. End quote. January 7th, 2021, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene to Mark Meadows. Quote, yesterday was a terrible day. We tried everything we could in our objection to the six states. I'm sorry nothing worked. I don't think that President Trump caused the attack on the Capitol. It's not his fault. Antifa was mixed in the crowd and instigated it, and sadly people followed. But when people try everything and no one listens and nothing works, I guess they think they have no other choice. Absolutely no excuse, and I fully denounce all of it. But after shutdowns all year and a stolen election, people are saying that they have no other choice. I defended Trump last night on Newsmax. He has been the greatest president. I will continue to defend him. And if you... And, and you, if anyone attacks you, I hope you are okay. I feel badly for everyone, end quote. January 6th was awful. A straight news account of January 6th tells an awful story. We could unite our country by sticking to a straight news version of the awfulness of January 6th. I fear the next few months we will continue to the attempt to spin a narrative that includes conspiracy theories. My ask is that you not just read the approved narrative or the claim of facts, but dig deep to the underlying facts and see if they support the narrative that some spin. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.